Coming to you from the Strings and Things studio in Ventura, California, this is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Welcome. Welcome to virtual podcast land. You get a little treat this time that you haven't had in a long, long time because I'm isolating at home with my family. Yeah, if you're listening to this on wherever you normally listen, if you want to, you can watch us this week because we have to record for this month because we have to record via Zoom. So if you want, you could be watching this on YouTube if you're not already, and then you could see our smiling faces and, and our projects that we're, we're going to be working on, which I just realized I don't have anything in my hand. Oh, no. Oh, no. I have many things next to me. I just have to pick one. Okay, I really like the quilt that's hanging in your background. My tiny quilt? Yeah, I totally forgot to get the show the picture. It is. Uh, uh, I had one of those little mini uh, uh, charm packs, for like two and a half mm -hmm. inch squares. Oh, those yeah, are this so was cool. a pattern I wanted to make, and then I thought, oh, I could make a little placemat. And so I haven't done anything with it; it just hangs up on my wall. I think it is doing a fine job there. Thank you. So, um, I guess we could just jump right into what we're working on. Who wants to go first? Karen, what are you working on? I'm designing something, although that's not what's in my hands. Never mind. Um, <laughs> so I have not been contacted by anybody in like, I don't know, since way before COVID. Uh, but I got a, a contract. Someone commissioned me to do a design. Cool. Anything of my choice, which is nice. They're like, yeah. just design something in our yarn. So Anzula, our friends from Anzula, put a call out and um, they said, hey, are you interested in doing this for next March? And even if you can't make that deadline, we're going to roll them out. So just whenever you want to. I'm like, yeah, I'll do something Tunisian crochet because that's my current love. And so I'm swatching because I was waiting for the yarn to come. So it's like a dog size swatch right now. <laughs> But I'm doing Tunisian crochet in the round, but it's really done flat and attached on one side before you go back and forth. Mm -hmm. So traditionally when you go in the round, it's kind of like an inchworm thing where you go forward and then you flip and come catch up and, and you, there's a lot of this going on. Whereas I, this new technique I really like, you're going all the way across and just attaching it before you work your way all the way back with always the same side facing you. So it's just kind of a sampler with a main color. This this was just some swatch yarn that I had. It's got all these different stitches. If you see that. But the yarn they sent me, because it was my color. I mean, they're awesome. They're like, you pick whatever color you want. And by the way, hey, we love the idea of a Tunisian crochet. What kind of hook are you using? I think we, we think we're gonna include that in the kit. So it's for the LYS kits that they're gonna put together. So um, we don't really have and LYS locally, um, but they said, we love Squishy. Do you mind working with Squishy? I go, I love Squishy. So yeah. I have Seaside and they go, and mini skeins. Ooh. Is this like not my color palette always? Perfection. <laughs> so, and I said, it might be a little close on this one. So maybe I should have a second one just in case. Just okay, in case. Nice. So, and if I don't use it, I mean, I'll always use it, but I will try to use it. Just, it, you know, you just don't want to run out. Nice. So, so I'm designing something and I'm working on um, a, let's see if I, it's a, a cowl, another cowl. 
um, for Lady Dye Yarns for the, it's for their for the people thing. Um, and I'm not very far. I just chained on and I'm doing the first row back. Okay. <laughs> but uh, because I had to wait for, I realized the size that I needed was not, I didn't actually have that size in a, a Tunisian interchangeable. Mm-hmm. So I had to wait for it to come, you know, and I was stocking, like, I only ordered that two days ago. Why isn't it here? <laughs> anyway, so that comes in this gray and these two colors. Um, I wish I knew what these colors were, but they're not labeled. So yeah. I'm presuming, I'm going by the picture that says we start with this. And mm-hmm. I'm guessing it's gradient, sort of. It oh, looks like it's stripy it's also, but different than my stripy. Did you say uh, it's a mystery or? It's what? Is it a mystery or? No, this one's not a mystery. I just, I just have it on my phone. So oh. find the picture. It's like multi-mystery Till next month. <laughs> um, so this is kind of what it looks like. Oh, that's that's there. So it's a nice, let me see if they've, this particular pattern doesn't have a lot of pictures. It's just the two. Um, and again, it's, I love a big drapey cowl that's like asymmetric, it's a conical shape. Um, this yeah. one starts a lot bigger than, than mine, certainly a lot bigger than my swatch, you know. But, um, and this one's just really just a couple of simple stitch, pearl stitch, and it looks like a knit stitch. So this is very user-friendly to a lot of people who may only know the basics of Tunisian crochet or even just crochet. So, um, this was posted because of you know the worldwide shipping problems. They didn't get it till until after Christmas, when they really wanted it out by like September. But you know, what are you gonna do? It's just the worldwide weirdness. Right. But other than that, and I've got other projects that uh, I'm working on that I can't talk about because people are in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but virtually virtually in the room karen and i are like we could put our little hands up and be like touching the same wall if we wanted to yeah right there right there um well i'm working on three different sweaters um of course yeah i i had like a ton of things going on for like christmas and gifts and then i finished them and i was like i felt lost i'm like what the heck am i gonna do now so i found plenty of things to do um the first one is bean and olive grown up which is the uh andrea mowry it's a little hard to see in the picture but it's uh got little hearts in the oak um cute so this is the the, there's my little hearts yes karen (laughs) is that what she designed for lola beans yeah that was the baby or the kid size one is bean and olive and then being an olive grown up is the grown up size. Well, obviously the grown up size version of it, but it's. So uh, who's Olive? Is Olive Andrea's daughter? Yes. Maybe. Yes. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm almost done with the color work in the yoke. I have another one of these zigzag sections to go at the bottom, um, and I'm using whatever. What's the Anzula DK weight? Not squishy. Arroyo? No, that's Malabrigo. Wrong company. Um, Cricket. Cricket, that's, that's it. what it is. It's cricket in it. some neon pink <gasps> color that I've had in my stash forever. I don't know what, what a great color. Yeah. 
I, it was perfect for this. Um, so I'm using that and this yarn from Michael's. It's called Cozy Wool Merino. That yarn is great. It's I great. None of it. It's on sale. It's on clearance. So I'm like, well, I should buy all of it that they have. Um, yeah. But it's like 300, 400 yards for a skein. And it's it's really nice. I like it a lot. Yeah. What is it made from? It's 55 merino and 45 acrylic. Yeah. That's not bad. That's a nice combo. And it's got really good stitch definition. I'm very happy with it. It was $10 originally. I thought I saw it on clearance for $6.50. I think like, it was $6.99 when I bought it, something like that. Real good deal. It's yeah. equivalent because I, I bought it to substitute for like, um, I mean, there is no substitute for this, but it's equivalent to the yardage on Debbie Bliss um, Cashmerino Baby mm -hmm. and um, UU, the sport weight UU. Oh, you so sporty? Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I, I want to go buy more of it. Um, that is a class sample. So if you're watching or listening to this, there's classes that you can sign up for right now. And this is one of them. And I'm going to offer you have the option to do the kid or the bait or the grown up size. So you can make matching sweaters for all of the people. If How you want cute. To. Everybody's <laughs> like, are you going to make matching ones for your nieces? I'm like, mm, probably not, but <laughs> that would be that cute. <laughs> <laughs> they um, just got sweaters. <laughs> I know they just got sweaters. The other sweater I'm working on is also a class sample. Um, it's a crocheted sweater called the color block sweater. And when I show you this picture, you're like, that's all one color lady. Um, <laughs> she has another version of this pattern that is three colors. Um, I don't like it as much as the single color. Um, but, oh, but I like that is cute. Actually. It is cute. It's um. This is how far I've gotten. It's a uh, pretty easy. Oh. It's um, I have no idea what the stitch pattern is called because it doesn't have a name in the pattern. Is it crochet? It, yeah. Um, it's kind of like a half double crochet, two together, chain skip. I don't know what it's called, but it's I like the text. I like it a lot. Um, and yeah, I'm using um another Michael's yarn called Creme Cotton or Cotton Creme. Um, I bought it last year and it's been two different projects and I'm hoping this one will stick because the last one didn't <laughs> and the first one I bought it for also didn't. So, um, this yarn has been through a lot, but it seems to hold up fine because it's the third time it's been worked. You're getting and, a lot of value. Yes. Yeah. They're huge. They're huge balls that are like, uh, again, like 400 and something yards and it's a nice, um, it's really soft. Um, and the last one is also a crocheted sweater. This one is not for a class. This was just because I, this is what I was doing in the interim between starting to start on class projects and being done with Christmas is a patchwork uh, cardigan. Oh, I like it. So I'm making it in like strips. So I don't have to like sew all my individual squares together. So I have one long strip. That's basically my front. And then there'll be another one of those for the other side. Um, and I'm sort of basing it off of this picture that I found on the internet that I thought was cute. Um, I had this yarn in my stash, all these colors at home, which worked out well because most of my stash is in my studio. Um, and it's just half double crochets. It's like, I don't have to think. And it goes really fast too. So I'm uh, about halfway through with the body and I work on that when I'm 
I don't know. I need to buy more yarn for that though because I'm running out of some colors. So I need to go buy some, but yeah, I'll work on that when I'm brain dead, which is seemingly a lot of the time. So <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that is a really good solution for that feeling of I want something for the in-between that's brainless. Cause I started working on like a scarf for Mirabella that I'm pretty sure she's not going to wear ever. Yeah. Because I wanted to just crochet a strip. Yeah. Like I'm feeling the exact same feeling, but I didn't have the direction you had. Yeah. Somebody asked me, they saw me working on it. They're like, oh, you're making a scarf. And I was like, sure, it could be, but it'll be a sweater. So I'm just yeah. gonna sew some <laughs> scarves together. Yeah, um, that, 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 that's, um, I've done that scarf trick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, that it. is, those are all of my things. Very nice. Um, I have also had that feeling of like, woo, I could start things. Um, but I've been kind of controlled. So I have been working on one sweater since, um, I think I officially started on Christmas day on my, on the way to my mom's house. So <clears throat> this is another vintage winter and I've got my body done and I have my sleeves done and that's in about a week and a half time, which is taking a lot wow. less time than the first one did. So he's I don't, I don't remember that sweater. Sleeve. Well, it's the, the only thing I finished. So I'll talk about it next time oh. in the next. <laughs> okay. Got it. I was going to say, I don't know what sweater you're talking about, but that was this, cool. this is my second vintage winter. Um, I don't know if the colors are really coming across, but it's this um, really like subtle difference in a green and a like um, icy, almost white blue. Mm -hmm. And um, I love this blue. It's not like really royal, but it's not really teal either. It's, it's perfect is what it is. Nice. <laughs> um, and I, I'm happily to the point where I get to add the sleeves in and do the yoke. So I'm like essentially to the fun part. And um, when I was looking at what people have um, finished on that sweater on Instagram and um, Ravelry, they have treated it like a blank plate and done all kinds of fun, cute things in the yoke. So usually it's um, little triangles and polka dots, um, but people have done just an, a ton of different things and just used it as a blank slate. So I'm going a little off book and I'm gonna be putting like snowflakes as the first. Or they're not quite snowflakes, but like a like a quilted star kind of chart. Um, and then I, I did swatch for something new because some yarn came through um, online last night. Uh, or an online purchase arrived yesterday. Uh -huh. <laughs> so I don't think this hot pink is going to come across. My daughter told me that it is not hot pink, that it is like a dark hot pink. Mm, okay. <laughs> um, but I bought a big order from that Danish company Hobby. Yeah. And so flipping awesome that they shipped it on the third and it was in Denmark on the third. And then it was at my house yesterday. I was, wow. I was curious about that company this week. I was looking for yarn for something and I was like, I wonder if anybody has ever ordered from them. Cause I've I heard haven't. some great reviews about them, but I wondered myself. It's my second order. Um, I bought my, um, I, I bought some fingering weight for a sweater um, the first time around, and I'm super happy with what came. It's good. It's good stuff. It's not all their store brand. Like they have other brands that are probably prevalent in their area. Uh -huh. um, and 
it's all pretty good deals. They have a wide range though. It's not all just like, like they have paint box yarns, but they yeah. also have oh, cool. like fingering weight yarns that are $25 a hank. So it's, it's the full gambit, but they have, um, but they do have super good deals too. So that's good to know. Like I think this stuff is, it's a worsted weight or an Aaron weight. And it's like, um, like it was maybe 450 a, a ball. Um, for it's an acrylic, an acrylic fuzzy yarn. I'm trying to get on Ravelry while I think about how yummy my yarn is, <laughs> so I can show you this fun thing. It's how a free. I'm oh, sorry. What? Shipping? When you're done, how was shipping? Um, shipping I mean, was price. Like, yeah, no, I know it wasn't like something that would have stopped me. It was under ten dollars. Oh. Amazing. Yeah, it was. Like you don't know where it's coming from per se. I mean, maybe it's obvious to someone else, but it was not obvious to me until I was watching the FedEx on the first shop shipping that it was coming from Denmark <laughs> because it's like super American English friendly. <laughs> okay, here is the sweater I'm going to make out of hot pink. I bought 10 balls of this fuzzy acrylic, which I don't, do you guys remember Lion Brand Jiffy? Yes, kind of. This feels a little nicer than Lion Brand Jiffy. Oh, wow. And I make this long, snuggly, hot pink I sweater. I love that. It's like a robe. <laughs> yeah. It's mm -hmm. called Gentle Hug by <laughs> Sori Nordland. And it's coming from a Finnish um, mm -hmm. magazine where like everything's free. All the patterns are like online and free. That's awesome. Novita Knit is the name of the magazine. Novita and um, I mean, it's probably a little get what you pay for because the it's translated and the pattern's out of order. Um, they didn't have the gauge in the pattern, at least in the English version of the pattern. But it, it's it's stuff that like if you know a little bit, you can work it out. Yeah. Um, so those are the two things I have started. I have like one million things I want to cast on. Yeah. <laughs> Like the sweaters, the worth of yarn that I bought from Hobby, but that'll be for future conversations. Um, what have you finished? Wait, wait, wait. I forgot one thing I was working on. I just wanted okay. to wait till everyone had finished. Okay, so I did start this temperature blanket and while I am still halfway Ooh. through October, because I started in August, because who says you have to do a temperature blanket in January, right? You start, right the year goes on, you could, so. But it's pretty long. Look. Oh, so yeah. this represents Fillmore in August. <laughs> Not the hottest temperature, which would be above 100. Surprisingly, in August, we did not go above 105. Wow. So, and, but we did go above 105 in September. <laughs> My God. It was like the black so or something. It's like a chocolate brown. <laughs> nice so here's september and okay so it's a look i only started this week and i'm up to october 17th nice just because it's nice to see another color but it's gonna nice. be cool you, you do three rows a day so it's easy enough to get caught up you know yeah. if even if i just worked on it you know a few times a month i finish it whenever but i'm excited mm -hmm. for the next colors after after yellow Remind um, me, um, is it strips or? Huh? Yeah, so you do four strips. Each strip is three months. But right. um, 
it's definitely going to be plenty long considering here to here is one so it's an it's gonna be a nice lap blanket size it's from tony lipsy's tl yarn crafts 2019 temperature blanket Very so it's cool. a few years behind but you know what the recipe is a good recipe um, um i have these little booklets that i keep track of of the so here's october i wrote down the temperature the high of the day which I realized I'm kind of disappointed. I really should just maybe in the future one, I'll start with whatever the temperature was when I woke up. Cause sometimes, sometimes those lower, lower temperatures are where my really cool colors are. Sure. But, but it never, but that, you know, Don't it doesn't there. stay that cold in Fillmore. <laughs> anyway, so are, you, are you actually recording the temperature? Or are you looking at the high and the low for the day? I, I don't look at today's because today only if you go to the website today it only tells you the current at that hour so i can't mm -hmm. i can't go back and say yeah i want to see today but what was the high because by the time i look at it i'm sitting at the couch watching tv at like eight o'clock eight thirty at night and the temperature is not the high of the day anymore but i can go back and i can look at the monthly forecast and see what it was up until that day um and so i just write down the temperature um, see, I've got November's start. I've got November's and December's in here, and I've got January started. Um, and eventually, I'll get to them. Um, I just figured out. I figured out what the range in um, Fillmore from the high to low. You can look at that up at any particular time, and then each color is a, a range of eight of eight degrees. Cool. So, and so I wrote that down. I might have crossed some out and changed it a little bit. So I, cause I got tired of a certain color early on and I wanted to have, like, I was like, oh yeah, it actually was above a hundred. I didn't actually include that. So anyway. Okay. Um, there, there, I, I think I'm probably never gonna do a um, temperature blanket or say never. Um, I think they're awesome. <laughs> I, admire, I admire those who can keep up with it. But I did um, come across one that I'm like pretty sure someday I'm going to do. And I'm just trying to remember who um, who made the post. It's kind of a grumpy indie dyer. <laughs> and she's it's dye candy. Um, she's going to do a mood blanket. Oh, I've oh. seen that. You've seen that? And so she's got her color palette, which I love the color palette. Mm -hmm. um, so maybe, maybe next year I'll do a mood blanket. Well, that's the thing I've seen. The, <laughs> the color palette can be anything you want it to be. It doesn't have to be seasonal. It doesn't have to be, it could be all pinks. It could be, you know, whatever colors you like, mm -hmm. you throw those colors in there. And it, the one thing that keeps it engaging is that one, it's a simple stitch. So it becomes my mindless thing when I've got a headache or I'm not feeling well. This becomes my go-to. I could just pick it up. I don't care if I get behind. Eventually it'll get done. I'm not setting a time. And if I start to run low, I know that it's a, these are colors that they carry. Um, but the, then it gets exciting because I'm like, I don't know how many rows of that color. How big is a stripe? I have no idea. Like, when, when I actually see it, I'm like, oh, wow, that honey was really nice the way the stripes are. Um, I got into a, I feel like I'm doing a Hogwarts thing a little too much because it's the, <laughs> like, a little Gryffindor. That's not, that's not, that's not my school brand. <laughs> and, and well, we have a little Ravenclaw in here. 
we had a pretty a pretty chilly uh december and january or january at least so mm -hmm. when you get that you're gonna get some real color change when right? i get there i've got green tea heather and wonderland which is like a powder blue so i do have some light colors i i feel like you should get one of those little carry along strands of like silver or something and use it for the days where it rains because that happens so like unfortunately fun or like a little so bit of mohair or something in that strip like a few little stripe and be like that's a great idea you you could cross like do a cross stitch over those that, yeah. that would be because cool. i do that tunisians really like cross stitch friendly yeah make um, little cool. notes because it didn't rain did it rain in november i think we had a little rain in november oh, I think Note, add rain yarn. <laughs> yeah, just something to note, like today was special. Yes, which it is. How fun would that be? You only get it a few times in a right? couple squares, but I mean, You'll have like I mean a chunk for this where we live, for January. For where we live, that it's special when we get rain because we, you know, it's like, ah, it's so exciting. Come out, yeah. raining. <laughs> Katie, were you the one who put on your Instagram stories the I called my professor and said it they said it was yeah. rain, I said it was raining, I couldn't go to school. They're like, I totally understand. Stay home and stay safe. <laughs> that, somebody messaged me when I was doing drop-in. They were like, I don't want to come out, it's raining. And I was like, I totally understand. We live in Southern California. <laughs> we're afraid of rain. I also don't want to leave my house. It's, I mean, the rain that we had was literally deadly. So <laughs> was it? Yeah, there were. <laughs> I mean, a lot of accidents, and just oh. it was it was not a good day to be out in the water. Yeah, yeah. I was uh, at Disneyland the the day that it was raining a lot, but <laughs> rainy days at Disneyland keep people away though, so that's great. The, no, the first time it was all it was just as crowded walking through <laughs> as when we go in June. <laughs> wow. But, the one time we've been to Disneyland with my younger two kids, it was a day in February and it just like kind of rain all day and it could not have been more perfect, <laughs> but it doesn't sound like that worked out for you. Um, well, now we can do what were we going to do? What have we finished? So Karen, yeah. you get to go first. What did I finish? I finished, I finished a bunch of class projects, yeah. uh, a lot of new stuff. Uh, um, I did the, I think I already talked about the juniper cow, but I finished, I don't know what, I I wish I could remember what I talked about last month. <laughs> what did I finish? Well, I mean, you probably month? finished a bunch of Christmas gifts. Yeah. Uh, well, I finished one, one. Yeah. Oh yeah. Let me pull that up. You might've seen it on social media. First time I've done a full size bed quilt. Um, it just said it was bed size. I don't know what that means when it says it's 103 by 103. I don't really have a concept of how big that is until you go to quilt it. And then, and I mean, when you're just doing square after square after square, and then you're doing strips, you still don't see the, how really big it is, even though I was, so I ran out of time, so I couldn't do all the kind of quilting I like, but the recipient was super excited. Hold on. I'm going to pull up the picture under photos because um so it ended up because i can't keep track of what a scant quarter inch is it, it shrinks a little bit and i squared some up so it's still a hundred by a hundred it's still so what about bigger <laughs> huh? what if it had been bigger 
those three extra inches on either side are still too much. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So uh, let me pull it up. So I, I um, my son is my youngest is super is like over six foot, and his arms were hurting. It's heavy. That's I mean, big. you see the top of the door. We couldn't. It's like taller than the doors. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. It but it came out great. And the back is like this really, really rich red. And I did my binding in the same fabric so that if my binding wasn't perfect, it didn't matter because it all blends in. And I did the red. But um, yeah, this was the deco quilt. It was a quilt along that I knew that, you know, if you did the smaller size, you could finish by the sixth week, you know, at th just before Thanksgiving. But now when you're doing this, doing bed size it's no but i am really uh, really really pleased with how my uh, my corners came out really really good squaring up as you go along just makes things um that and let me see if i can zoom in a little bit i don't know i was pretty pleased because all of those all of those little squares and strips yeah. i did on my own i did <laughs> i made that they look great so I love yeah. this on the diagonal now. It's less obvious when you do make a mistake. But that's the biggest thing I finished. I didn't make anything for anybody else for Christmas. And this was technically finished on the 23rd. So that on the 24th, I could just enjoy my day. That is good. Cool. Well, that was quite a feat. I have never made a quilt that big. Have you ever made a quilt that big, Katie? No, the biggest quilt that I have yet to make is a queen size that I have the top finished and I'm scared to quilt it. So someday I'll make a queen size quilt, but today's not that day. Okay. I can see uh, it right now. It's sitting over there and in, in a box that has been in for years, but yeah, we'll, I'll, I'll, maybe someday. I will never make one like that again on my current machine. Yeah, I don't mind making it that big, but now I totally have I totally have machine envy Anne. I was like Anne was so right. I mean, so my like big treat for the year was that I got a um, name of a machine I can't even think of right now. A Juki twenty ten Q. Karen knows what my boyfriend's with name 12 is. In, with <laughs> twelve inches. Is no, it the No. Is it the TQ two thousand I? Because that's the one I want. Um, it's a TQ 2010. 2010. Yeah. I think you bought the um, exact sewing machine that I've always wanted. Mm -hmm. Well, share it if you want to try it out. Um, it's amazing. Um, yeah, it's, it's still fast. probably dreamed it I was. It. I want it. <laughs> it's, it's in my room if you want to try it out. Um, and tell us how many stitches per minute. Okay. So did you know that, Katie, you might know that's a thing because you've been wanting this machine, but I did not know that was like a thing. This machine has 1,500 stitches per minute. And you're like, well, okay, what does that mean? A conventional sewing machine is 850 stitches per minute. Yeah. So it's like, the first thing no. I did was test that out. So, you know, I make those big twirly skirts for my daughter. The bottom tier is four widths of fabric. So it's about 180 inches. So I did um, the hem. It took three minutes and 28 seconds to hem 180 oh inches. <laughs> And then so fast. again, you need to compare. So I did right. it on 
my genome, which I was able to look up that spec is 850 stitches per minute. And that um, took closer to six minutes. Um, it wasn't exact 50-50 because there's a human being still in slowing right. things down. <laughs> um, but damn. Well, I'm jealous of you. <laughs> yeah, I will share it. <laughs> but it's effing awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's surely everything you thought it would be. One um, of my favorite... Oh, go ahead. I'm going to save up for one of those. Uh, what does it say? I mean, essentially, how much do you do of your sewing that isn't straight stitch? Not like, much. Almost nothing. Not yeah. Much. I mean, buttonholes. I also treated myself to a ruffler foot um, in regards to the tiered skirts. It mm. really, it's a, that makes it's sense because amazing. you do a lot of that. So, yeah. It's also amazing. Um, and a ruffler foot will um, kind of do the work of gathering but in a tidier way, if you, mm -hmm. the listeners don't know what that is. Um, so I need the ruffler foot has to go on my conventional mean, machine too. Mm -hmm. um, but like, there's so little in our sewing life that isn't just straight stitch. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's fabulous. Okay. Um, so that's pretty cool. And I really like it, but I'm not getting to sew for the first two weeks. Of <laughs> yeah, that's a bummer. Um, but I'm knitting. I'm going to finish another sweater. <laughs> um, Katie, what have you finished? Oh, I made about a billion things for Christmas. Um, awesome. I finished, you know, I tested this out with Karen before we started. I can share my screen and show you because I have pictures of them all on my computer. So that's awesome. Um, let me see if I can do this. This isn't all of the things, but um, it is a good number of them. Can you see my screen now? Oh my goodness. Yeah. That's so handy. Okay. So this that I'm pulling up first is the uh, chunky <gasps> feather and fan Afghan, I think was the name of it. Um, oh, it zoomed in really far. I did it as a class. <laughs> um, and this was my class sample, but I ended up giving it to my parents for Christmas. Beautiful. Yep. It was fun and quick. It was on a size Q hook or something. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so that was pretty quick. I finished that one up like that was the last thing I had to finish because it was almost all the way done. Um, and then I have all the kids sweaters that I there's five of them. So this is Elliot's, which you already saw some of them, but these are like the finished finished before I took the, you know, wrapped them all up. So that's Elliot's. We so good. Um, then we have Owens. His is the Fair Isle dude sweater and he was wearing it the other day. I went over to his house Aww. and got it on, which made me very happy. Oh, that's awesome. That is the best. Thank you. Uh, yep. And Emily's is the crocheted one. And then yeah. Amarin's is the rainbow one, rainbow in the storm. She also loved it. Like how excited does a kid get for a knitted sweater? Not very excited. But Amarin was <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I love it. It's all my favorite colors. And I was like, I know, Aww. I know. And then Finnegan's was the one that I actually finished this month, um, which is the, what is the, the mini Montrealer is the name of the pattern. It is um, like a pullover hoodie with the whole, the hood, the drawstring, the pocket, the, all of the things. That um, is such a beautifully finished sweater. Like it has such cool details. It has a lot of little finishing like facings and things that were totally worth it. They were obnoxious to do at the time. Um, Your pocket stripes match the body perfectly. I'm very wow. tricky. The way they line up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm very Finnegan liked it. He put it on and told me it was itchy though. And I was like, well, shut up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a 
shirt under it, child. Yeah. I was like, you be quiet and you wear your sweater. <laughs> um, You've got to teach him about layering. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. He needs a sweater underneath. Yeah. Um, I made two quilts. Um, the first one was the Christmas quilt that I was talked I had been working on last time we recorded. Um, I don't have a picture of it finished, but that's the quilt top laid out. Um, and I made it for awesome. I made it for James's aunt and uncle as their Christmas gift because they always have us over to their house for Christmas dinner or whatever Christmas Eve or whenever we see them. Um, and they really liked it. And then the other big project I finished was the memory quilt that I made for my grandma for Christmas. We do a um, um, Secret Santa gift exchange with my family. So we like draw names. I got my grandma's name and I was like, perfect. I can make her something and I know she'll really like it. So I wanted to print pictures to make into quilt blocks. Um, so I had this discussion with both of you about how to yep. go about doing that. And y'all gave me good suggestions and then I didn't take them. I did my own thing, but That's I still okay. appreciated all, okay. all of the things I learned. So there is no offense taken. I went Perfectly on, fine. I went on Reddit and I went to the quilting and the sewing subreddits and I said, does anybody, cause that's, you know, infinite resources. Does anybody know yep. how to do this? Half of the responses are no, that's impossible. Or you need to buy a fancy <laughs> printer. And I'm like, well, you aren't helpful because I know this is possible because my grandma has done it before. So I wrote mm -hmm. someone back and I was like, well, I know it's actually possible because my grandma made me a quilt. And she, he was like, well, why don't you just ask her? I'm like, well, sir, I can't because this is a present for her. So I can't ask her how she did it. Um, some other- Oh my God, he's brilliant. Uh, yeah, oh my God, you're so smart. Some other helpful person told me about this product, which is called Bubble Jet Set 2000. You can buy a bottle of it on Amazon. Um, basically you like soak the fabric in this first before you print it and then you do a post printing soak of this diluted with water and um so there's all the pictures of all the squares Ooh. after they were printed in black and white i did it i just did cool. it black and white because just to simplify the colors of the quilt because i thought it would be too much going in the, on. in the second row second row uh third picture from the is that her that Your grandma yeah no, that is my cousin Samantha. That's her headshot. She is an actress. Well, she's quite lovely. Yes. <laughs> um, Gorgeous. An actress. An actress. So I took all of those <laughs> squares and I bordered them in a solid color. And then I, I, I mocked it all up on my computer because I wanted to make sure it was going to look good. I don't have a picture of the finished quilt, unfortunately, because I was stupid when I wrapped it up and I didn't take a picture of it. But that's my computer mock-up of what it looks like. There's white that's sashing cool. between all the rows and then there's red. It's like bright red. It's hard to see in this picture, but they're bright red cornerstones in between all the blocks. And it ended up being like a good lap size quilt. And I think there's 20, 20 pictures in it or something. Wow. Um, and she absolutely I... loved it. She cried. She was like, this is great. Oh. I wrote her a nice note. Oh. And I was like, thank you for teaching me how to quilt. <laughs> um and she really really liked it it made me very happy then and it made her happy because she was she really liked it so that was worth all of the work that went into it was just a lot of steps with using the jet set thing and then ironing on the fabric and doing all the things and it just took longer but it was worth it in the 
and because she really liked it so that made me happy so when you can make someone cry over a handmade gift you have one christmas yep (laughs) that's the joke in my family is like make them cry like you're gonna open a present and it's gonna be like whatever the emotional thing is it's like make them cry i was like oh i'm gonna win this year (laughs) oh i won this year then for the quilt good yeah there's just something very personal about a quilt it's it's like here is a hug that i'm giving you that you can wear this hug over and yeah. over and over again and my grandma take is, care of the hug don't my abuse a quilter, hug. like a she's like a a great quilter she taught mm-hmm. me all of the things and i know some people are like well i don't know if i want to make something for someone if they're like they're so much better at it than i am it's like they they do not care no. at all my grandma's a way better culture than me, but she's going to love yeah. it just yep. as much. She doesn't care. Yeah, more. Because exactly. she knows what you put into it to get there. Like yeah. She got I, to see the gift that she passed on to you given back to her. Yeah. yeah. Like somebody, I, um, my mom knitted me like a pair of socks one though. I was like, you knitted something for me? That's so nice. Um, I mean, you guys made stuff for my babies. Those are my most favorite things. And my mother-in-law, like she finally has come around and she's made some things for my kids, but she she doesn't. And it's like, they're not going to have anything that their grandma made them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Um, But I've talked about this children's book before. It's called The Bake Shop Ghost. And it's about this ghost who haunts a new bake shop owner and has to make all these cakes until she gets the right cake that satisfies the ghost to make the ghost go away. And it's a birthday cake because no one Aww. ever baked the baker a birthday, birthday cake. cake oh that's <laughs> so I I that's what I always think of like you no one bakes for the baker so please make make for your maker friends I yeah, mean they'll like when we it. make for each other I love those things yep. <laughs> if there's anyone who's going to appreciate your labor it's another yeah. maker yep absolutely yep. absolutely so hopefully we have done some work to dispel that um that um myth yeah and it's natural to feel that way because if somebody you think is better than you then you're like well they're you know but yeah they're gonna love no no it's not if they're they're a true maker and your friend they're gonna value you for making it and they're not gonna judge because they're gonna be so they're gonna be so filled with appreciation because they know the effort and love that went into the making exactly so um the last thing was a hat for James. He has this hat that I knit him years ago in Rasta because he's always cold and he always is complaining about how he's cold. So he has worn this hat a lot and he really likes it. So I made him the exact same hat in a different shade of Rasta. <laughs> this time it's green. His last one was blue and he loved it. He was like, oh, you made me a new hat. I love my hat. And, I was, and his oh. old one's all pilly and like it's probably seven or eight years old. So that was a quick one skein. Some very nice person gifted me a gift card to um, Fabric Town. So I ran my little butt down there and I picked up a skein of Rasta. It was perfect. And that was the last thing. Awesome. That is, that is fantastic. That's not, well, that's not technically the last thing, but I can't talk about the other two last things. Oh, okay. Next week or something. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, we should probably do a like, what did you finish in the, in the book club? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So I finished one sweater. Um, I kind of bemoaned this earlier in the year and I don't think very many people will be like impressed with my disappointment, 
but I only finished five sweaters this year. Wow, and um, I'm so disappointed in you. <laughs> well, I can't even I can't even look at you. Thank you. That is the appropriate <laughs> amount of shame that I deserve. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Blah blah blah. You know what I heard? Blah blah blah. I finished five sweaters this year. Yeah, I'm I, like, I know. But it's like that's not a normal pace for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think if I finished any this year. <laughs> okay. You finished five sweaters finished in a pandemic. Sweaters. No, I mean like for me. Oh, okay. <laughs> but remember, we decided that didn't count it. Full size grown-up size sweaters in a pandemic well that's a lot so it was it was a slower year this year yeah. <laughs> 2020 was a more productive knitting year um but I did finish a sweater that I'm really really proud of um I put it up on Instagram and it got lots of lots of love which made me happy mm-hmm. <laughs> um and that's the vintage winter sweater I'm scrolling because I, I finished some sewing this oh I month. love that it's so pretty so I'm really really I happy love that with scallop. It. yeah it's so cute and I when I was looking on Ravelry there is somebody who did the body in brown mm. so it looks like figgy pudding or like it's a gingerbread so, house yeah it's so it's even cuter than this <laughs> I want yeah that's cute which I'm very happy with so I was looking at the pattern um and I realized that I unintentionally um styled myself in the same as the pattern picture <laughs> except in reverse so she did her sweater in like this really pretty green as the background and then she had a red um and white gingham skirt mm. and i just picked this i had a different skirt i was gonna make and i just picked something out of my closet which was a green and white gingham <laughs> um the other thing that i finished Like, I mean, November was a very productive month for all of us. So Mm -hmm. (laughs) December, um, I didn't have as many presents to make because I only make from my family um, for our our gift exchange we do annually. And I made these cute box bags. Oh, those are super cute. (gasps) Those are cute. I love the fabrics. So I have Dante, or I have um, two of them next to me. This is Kevin's, which is one of my very, my favorite. So it has all these like, super cool illustrations of fish and then I put something else on the inside that they like it was two of their interests that's cool so this one has um so it has a fish on the outside and then sushi on the inside <laughs> the before, a little is that the before and the after <laughs> I like that that's good. I actually had something different in mind when I bought the fabric and then I was looking at the pattern and the pattern that I was looking at was like some notebook covers was perfectly fine but I was just like imagining my family's reaction to notebook covers and it just wasn't going well <laughs> in my head so this is sort of a continuation of last year's present when I made those the duffels and I wanted yeah. them to have toiletry bags that sort of coordinated so this one's Mirabella's it has all these like positive um girl quotes on it and Ooh. It's hot pink. (laughs) I guess this one is a shade darker. (laughs) Close. They're both hot pink. Super fun neon fabric. I love that. Oh, oh, look at that. I have some dresses I'm going to make for her. And this is um, one of the fabrics I'm going to use in the dress. I love that fabric. Um, Okay. So I finished four box bags and that fabulous sweater. (laughs) Love it. Done. That's great. Yeah, it, was, um, it wasn't a bad month. 
for a busy month. Because even if you're not making, December is an insanely busy month. Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, I want to show you guys something that I got as a Christmas gift, which I just realized is right here so I can get it um, in my stocking. Santa Claus went to um, Fabric Town, apparently, and picked out fat quarters for me because I had like a whole bundle of fat quarters in my stocking. Oh, he was like, yeah, I went in there and I just kind of like looked around and picked out stuff. And I think most of these are from the same uh, collection, except for this one with these little fishies on it, which made me, your oh. fish made me think of these fish. Yeah, I like that. Um, I hate fish, but, <laughs> but I, I like this. Look at that guy. I like this one. <laughs> I think they're cute. Um, you have to see these other ones, though. I have to see if I can figure out what like designer or collection this is can you see these have like they're like little weasels yeah <laughs> and like uh, weasels. like ferrets maybe yeah. ferrets maybe Aren't those i cute? love it they're so wait there's pretty. more there's more then there's these wait i have it says on here one of these has a selfish i can show you this one has like these little suspicious monkeys oh <laughs> um i know who that is um yeah. are those panels it's no, Charles, Charles something. I made Dante. Oh, I, oh, okay. When you're done, I forgot. I finished two more things. Oh, nice. <laughs> I short-shifted myself. I made um a, a shirt for Dante out of fabric by that same designer. Um, hmm. One of these has a selvage and I can tell you exactly who it is in just a second. It's from- But that can't be the same as the ferret though. I think that's somebody different. Charlie Harper. Yeah. Oh, I think they are. I think they're all the same. They're all Charlie, because I love those. But those are fantastic can you see this little owl guy peeking out behind the trees oh look how cute he is yeah uh, have, like, trees and then oh. little owls yeah out from behind I, love them. It. I love it <laughs> and there's two more i'm saving so my one cute even though they're all stylized they're so expressive and cute yeah i'm writing that down charlie harper Charlie Harper for Birch Fabrics, I think where all these are from. So these have like little woodpeckers on what Ooh, looks like bamboo. Crazy. Oh, it's kind of like on a camo tree. Yeah. And then my favorite one is, da, 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 da. they're little hippos and look at the little baby hippo on the back. <laughs> Isn't that that cute? is so cute. I adore that. I know. This one is my favorite. I don't know what I'm going to do with these. Cause they're just fat quarters, so I'm like, uh, I just love them. I love the little babies. They're so cute. They're so cute. <laughs> Maybe make uh, make a, a quilt that's a giant square of fat yeah, just so I can just eighteen by eighteen or something. Like. Yeah. yeah um, wait, I want to show you. I'm not done with my um square bags. You see those? Oh, look how cute they are! So cute. They're like a bro squad. The red one. I don't know if it's. I don't think it's focusing, but. Uh -huh. It says um the kitty pack instead of the wolf pack. <laughs> That's that was Alexander's. I thought it was very funny. Um, but I made a little um just because dress and um shirt for Dante and Marabella. Um I said their names in, in the wrong order for me to say respectively. <laughs> so this is a little um twirly skirt attached to a knit bodice for Mirabella and these kitties they're oh, so cute they're sort of cute. more wintery than 
than just Christmas. So I'm hoping she'll wear it in January. Um, and this is the shirt I made for Dante, which so oh, yeah. feels like oh, and here's the Charlie Harper um raccoon. <laughs> oh, those are cute. <laughs> I love yeah. it. I need to like look up this designer because I didn't know about them before, but <laughs> they're all so cute. I came across a fat quarter of raccoons eating corn on the on like a black background and I just have a fat quarter of it and I'm gonna do like a pocket and a collar on a shirt for Dante too mm. um because he thinks he loves trash pandas yeah so and those are just way too cute and funny um but he wore it instead of a funny um sweater like a crazy ugly Christmas sweater uh-huh. and then I was working on some kind of project so I I was working late at the studio and then I came home and I didn't get a report from him of whether or not it fit and it was balled up in a ball next to his computer <laughs> so it's like I can't tell if you like this or not because you balled it up next uh-huh. to <laughs> he said he loved it and then it was perfect fit who could tell have you seen the, I just googled him have you seen this one Oh no! <laughs> like little trash, little raccoons and little trash like cans. Yeah, no, it's a it's a maple. Um, I forget what that's a maple tap. Look. He, oh yeah, it. you're right. Oh. I thought they were little trash cans. I thought it was a white trash can at first too, and then I looked at the nozzle. No, you're right. Yeah, I totally thought trash can also. That Cute. is hilarious. Well, so is that what raccoons are called, trash pandas? That's one of their other names. Like a a snake oh. is a danger noodle. <laughs> This one's called Big Rack Attack, and look, they're like in little barbecues and like peeking up behind the fence. Oh, that's so cute. Charlie Harper Fabrics, and these are all on his website. They're all so great. They have some at Super Buzzy, too. That's where I got my Christmas one. That's good to know. Oh, they're super cool. I could look at these all day. Um, <laughs> well, for our topic of the day, I was talking to somebody recently, and it was like over New Year's. And they asked me, what is one new thing you want to try this year? Which I thought was like a good alternative to like a new year's resolution. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about it could mean like a new hobby you want to try, something you want to try just new personally, or, you know, it could be anything. And I thought that was a, a good question for us because I know there are always new things and new hobbies that we want to try, or if we have any intentions to try anything new this year um so I thought that seemed like a fun thing we could probably talk about that sounds fantastic so (laughs) since it's your idea Katie what do you want to start with (laughs) well I don't know how many we want to go over I have just one really that I was thinking about I have one great we're on the same page (laughs) great um start small that's fine um for Christmas I was gifted a eyeshadow palette from a company that I love called Prados Beauty. It's P-R-A-D-O-S. And they are um, a Native American women-owned makeup company. And for me. Prados, P-R-A-D-O-S. P-R- um, wait, P-R-A-D-O-S. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was gifted their eyeshadow palette which has, which I really wanted. It's gorgeous. And it's got 
beautiful colors but it also has like lots of bright colors in it um and I don't well I had a picture pulled up but it went away um I don't wear a lot of brightly colored eyeshadow very often but I used to um back like 10 years ago I was really into makeup I used to watch makeup videos and I used to like try all kinds of different things and I had a ton of fun with it and I own a ton of makeup I have 25 eyeshadow palettes under my sink that I used to use all the time and I haven't touched in forever and I was thinking about how I've, I've been sort of making a little challenge for myself that I'm going to try and incorporate more brightly colored eyeshadows in my everyday life but then I was also thinking about like my makeup skills are 10 years old because that's when I first started learning but makeup trends have evolved since then so my goal this year to tr try new is new things with makeup so um you probably can't tell today I have on turquoise eyeshadow yeah well I couldn't tell the color but it's definitely um highlighting your eye in an attractive way thank you it is turquoise with a brown winged eyeliner which I thought was exciting um <laughs> but all of the styles of makeup that I know how to do again are a little bit old and there are newer styles that I don't have any idea how to do and people do all kinds of cool things I'm like I don't know how you do that with your eyeballs but I want to learn how to do that too <laughs> so my goal for this year is to try and not only wear makeup more often if I'm feeling like it you know some days I don't care at all and I don't feel like it but um to learn something new with makeup I guess that's my that's thing I want to cool. do this year there is a lot of exciting stuff I am excited to watch your journey because I think that's a fascinating thing that I also don't get. And every once in a while, I just like go down that Instagram rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's amazing though. I just want to say about eye makeup that we went from like, I love Mimi from um, the Drew Carey show, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. But she was done up that way, like to make fun of her, right? Right. And that's totally where eye makeup has gone. Yep, a hundred percent. I was thinking like, today about like the um, like she was the future. Yeah, <laughs> trailblazer. I was thinking about like trends that we're gonna look back on nowadays. That you know that we have now in ten years, we're gonna be like, oh my god, can you believe we were doing that in twenty twenty two or whatever? But you know, at the time, it's exciting. Mimi, yeah. If me, if you dropped Mimi in 2022 people would be like wow how did you do that with your eyeshadow style maven exactly <laughs> I, just, I just realized where i know that actress from recently oh, she's she's, a... she's on magnum pi no see i don't yeah. i like, i, I haven't she's PI. she's an older lady i mean she's like more my age now but uh, i think she's a lot older than you actually okay, maybe she's older than me yeah, but i, I so but I just realized where I know her voice. I mean, if you only saw the makeup version of her, I'm like, that's where I know her. She's a very strong character. She's a very strong character on Magnum PI. It has been from this more recent, you know. Yeah. Cool. Anyway. Um, someone, there's um, someone I like to watch on TikTok and YouTube. Her name is Brittany Broski. And if you don't know her name, you probably know her. She, um, is known as the kombucha girl so do you remember yeah, the, the meme familiar. of the girl trying the kombucha and she says it smells like a public restroom if you know that meme <laughs> that's Brittany broski but she's hilarious and her makeup is always so exciting and i'm like how did you do that like look at her 
she's so beautiful oh, i'm like yeah. i want to oh, learn wow. how to do that with my face so i saw i was watching one of her videos and she had on like teal eyeshadow and i was like i want to do that so i want to try and do more exciting things um inspired somewhat by Brittany broski so that's my goal this year have you that sounds awesome. have you done the extent the lashes i'm kind of afraid to put la like anything that close to my eye yeah i wear lashes a lot if i'm like feeling like doing something exciting and i was going to today except that i can't find my lash glue anywhere so i need to go to target and buy a new one yeah i would not like lashes i have a hard time with um just eyeshadow my eyes get itchy yeah <laughs> well that's probably the thing i am such an eye rubber that i know that i'm not i not supposed to but you know if it itches i'm going to, to rubber scratch it so yeah um, i know you're not supposed to too but i have to say i think that's one of the stupidest things that my optometrist has ever looked me in the eye and said i'm not supposed to do rub your eyes yeah i'm like oh, yeah. are you wh what do you do if your eyes itchy you i guess not, you blink you just don't two things so there's two things that if i ever think about it it may or may not help um is you, if you blink it kind of creates a natural wash but it or it makes it worse because if it, my eyes are itchy because my cat decided that that was the one and only two one of the two days out of the year he wants to snuggle i'm gonna you know, let the i'm gonna be so grateful that the cat's on my lap <laughs> wants to snuggle and i'm gonna pet it and then what am i gonna do i'm gonna rub my eyes and get cat or no matter how much I try to wash the chili oil off my hands, it's going to get in my eye. And what am I going to do? I'm going to rub it. You know, it's a bad time to rub your eye for sure. For Christmas, because my, you know, I, I like cutting and I've got knives. And so my husband over the years has tried to get me safety things. Yeah. So he got me these gloves that you can't cut through. Or the like chain mail ones. I God thought they they're not really they're just like a knit glove I haven't tried to cut through it well, because you know I wouldn't try <laughs> I'm gonna just trust that it is more it's if nothing else it keeps the oils of the chili off my hand so I don't rub my face <laughs> so it's probably um like blade resistant so you don't want to like <laughs> probably but every time I use them then I have to make sure I wash them because like if I'm using them to slice meat then you get meat juice all over it yeah, but it's still better than cutting my fingers. So, which I don't do that often. My family's more worried about it than it actually happening. It just takes one good one. Oh, yeah. So my, um, my uncle has a brother who lives up in the, like the Tahoe area. So my mom was uh -huh. wondering how he was doing with all the snow because he's like in his eighties, mm -hmm. and he was working in his wood shop, and he was using his radial arm saw, and he cut the last these two fingers off. And yeah. he lives in the boondocks off the 80, like up near Tahoe. They had to drive four hours to get to a hospital. And Could they so save they the fingers? Able. Were they able to they save the fingers? Able. Too oh. long. So oh. my, uncle, my uncle, God oh, bless gross. him. He's not, my blood, he's not my blood relative, but I mean, we're born under the same star. He's going to now um, start calling his brother um, Righty. <laughs> oh my God. How do we get on this topic? My mom's like, my mom's like, don't make fun of me. I'm like, this, this is gold. What else can we call it? <laughs> I yeah, asked, we might trade from the eyelashes and makeup. <laughs> That's okay. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. <laughs> well, so who wants to go next? You're, you're next. What do you want to do? Okay. Here? Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay. Well, so 
I have a secret desire that I'm not going to do this year, but I want it anyway. I have been really having a good time watching stained glass artists, and I think stained glass would be oh. amazing. But I am not going to do stained glass this year. <laughs> it's a whole yeah, like like I'd need a whole separate workshop to do that. So instead, I am going to develop. I mean, you know, kind of in that same vein of like, you used to be good at this. <laughs> um, I'm going to develop my watercolor skills and just um, work steadily on develop on like, just, you know, practice makes improvement. Um, and there's I'm so, so much- glad to hear that. I am really, I can't tell you why, but I'm really glad to hear that. Well, okay. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a great time making the watercolor. Um, numbers for our um our stitchmas blog entries and um, those were fantastic those were so professional we got so many awesome comments if you you guys want to go to the blog and just to look at Anne's art oh also we it's fantastic every one of those she painted herself it was not clip art she nope. painted every one of those yeah it was really 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 fun so that rekindled um you know an old skill <laughs> that I haven't yep. really touched in God, probably almost two decades um and so I've got my like little watercolor set up here in my bedroom um so that I can easily do it I'm gonna try I'm trying for once a day um when life gets a little more normal <laughs> yeah um yeah I'll be happy if I do it once a week though because that would be 52 more times a year than I was doing it last year <laughs> that is good uh, so I'm gonna work on my watercolor skills mm -hmm. Do you follow Leanne Newell on Instagram? She's um, a watercolor artist and she does a lot of the miniature, like little oh, smaller projects. Uh-huh. Well, uh, but she also, if you go back through her old stuff, she also has great recommendations on brushes and it her, so that, that's a good inspiration. How do you spell her name? L-E-I-G-H. A N N E, I think the last one is Newell N E W E L L. Yeah, I have. She follows, um, she follows us. She follows us on uh, the studio, so on Instagram. So we can all, you can also find her in the in our followers. There she is. Yeah. Um, it's cool. I I have quite a few cool. Um, there's so much on Instagram. So it, but mm -hmm. it's, she's really good. So I'm gonna give her a, a follow um yeah there's so much good stuff that's one of one of the cool things about social media for all the like bad it can do it's wonderful to connect creatively mm -hmm. um and yeah, what do you want to do yeah well such great inspiration okay so what i want to do is something that i got in um early to 2020 and i have everything, all the supplies, and I've been too intimidated to actually do it. I, guess. I can guess. Look, can I got guess? this from Pete. Go ahead and guess. Or maybe I should just let you say. No, go ahead and guess. <laughs> I think you're going to say shoes. No, but that, no. okay, now I got two things. <laughs> yeah. shoes, but shoes are one of those things like the stained glass may not happen this year. Probably not right. going to happen this year. But it's like on the horizon. Yeah. Shoes is still something I want to do too, but uh, go on. 
So look, I got to wait two years before I actually get enough courage to try it. So I got so maybe for 2023. <laughs> I was good. thinking we did a podcast a, a year or so ago about mm-hmm. things we want to do, but are not going to do. And I was mm-hmm. thinking about that. Cause I was like, I want to do leather work this year, or I want to do soap making this year. And I was like, I talked about this last year and I don't, <laughs> soap making is the same thing. I'm like, I need a whole space for that, you know? You. Right. So we're, you know, these are really reasonable goals then. I don't need a whole space for this. It doesn't take a lot of space. I have the supplies from Pink and Posy. Hopefully this is not backwards. Maybe it's backwards. Okay. I got a Posy box. It's a Quinn Q-U-Y-H-N. I forget her last name. Okay, I've got everything I need from the specialty scissors. But the paper is so pretty. It's uh, paper roses, or not just roses, paper flowers. I've got all my glues. I got all the supplies. Um, She takes this crepe paper, and every bit of it is, and there's different qualities of it. Some of it's a little rougher, some of it's a little finer. Uh, She gives you pens and everything. You get the wire. I mean, I've got the supplies. I did have to get, you know, the glues and stuff because that takes space, but I got it. I put it in the box. Um, I just, I even, look, I even, I even got the specialty paints like from, from Michael's. And then with that comes the, um, like, so she has you take, I don't know if you can see this, it's print paper, mm-hmm. but it's like really fine print paper, but you'll paint it doesn't look hard. I mean, you paint in stripes or areas with watercolor. And so you go light to dark, there's a little some shading in there. And then you cut out the different shapes and you wrap them, but they look so real. If you look at her work, she's been featured in National Magazine. She does these amazing weddings. They look so beautiful and they're all paper. So they're timeless. They're not gonna fade or get bad. I mean, they might fade a little bit. but but it's here it is not being worked on because I'm afraid to ruin this beautiful paper so don't be scared so this is the year I'm gonna get over my fear and it's like what's it gonna do I have the video she has video classes so there's when like a new knitter is like well I don't want to use like I'm afraid of messing it up it's like you can always buy more yarn you can always buy more paper who cares Yep. It's crepe yep. paper. It's crepe paper. Remember, yeah, we used to it. make like tissue paper flowers. Do it. You know, yeah. only like elevated. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And it's like, I have no real excuse other than, you know, sometimes I've got time. But, sure. but look, if I just start like, like, and you know, like you just do a little bit every day. Yep. I don't have to right. do a whole flower every day. If I just did a little step every day, yeah. You know, or even once a week. I could make some progress and I might get over myself. Yeah. I, I love this. Um, for my wedding, we did, um, my mom and I made paper and knitted and crocheted flowers for the whole year before. So all of our flowers and our bouquets and the, we didn't really do any real arrangements. We did kind of these scatter things on the table and they Uh were a mix of paper and crocheted and knitted. And then we spring, we did end up sprinkling some live flowers in there. So I, I love this. This will be wonderful. I'm trying to figure out. I saw so look how pretty that, that is. That's gorgeous. I mean, that's Maybe not even the most. Then. There was somebody who made these stunning magnolia leaves on Instagram that I just like saw in somebody's reel that mm. were um, 
they looked real, but the crepe paper she was using, it was like so substantial and stretchy that it looked mm-hmm. like she was working with Jersey. It was so wow. Um, and then she made these magnolia leaves that were like as leathery and realistic oh. looking as um oh, as real magnolia leaves. Um, so that's that's an exciting one. I oh, love friends, that. Look how gorgeous that is. That's stunning. Yeah, that's super cool. So cool. So that's pink, pink and posy on um, Instagram. Gorgeous. Well, so January, we should like check in in that episode and say, hey, did we do any of those things we wanted to do this? Yeah, year? I think we, yeah, next January will be a review of how mm-hmm. that went. Yeah. <laughs> and what we're trying in 2023. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, I yeah. like these plans. This is it all seem relatively doable. We all already yeah. have the things to do it. You just got to do it, yeah. right? Yep. Super reasonable. Super reasonable. Cool. <laughs> well, and I've got, look at this. I got a makeup artist I can follow. I've got a. She's not a makeup kombucha. artist. She's a comedian, but comedian. she also has fabulous makeup. So mm-hmm. cool. Um. Well, who wants to say what they are obsessed with this month? Um, I have a lot of things that I'm obsessed with. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to just show you like a very quick thing. Um, This video makes me happy every time I watch it. See that beautiful cake? Oh, I've seen the cake. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) This is my like piece of joy that I'm watching over and over again. (laughs) What happened? Uh, That one fell off. Yeah, the robot hand got out of control. Yeah, they were testing an icing robot and it went out of control halfway through. And it just makes me so happy. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my very, very like simple obsession. (laughs) It's the little things. Um, That's all. Okay. (laughs) Anybody else obsessed? (laughs) I'm trying to... Go ahead. I can't stop thinking about the sweater that I want in it, which is like stupid because I'm making three different sweaters right now. So that's why I'm saying I'm obsessed with it because I'm not going to start it anytime soon. I just want to make um, the sweater I found. It's called the Stripe Overload Polo. And Tell me about is... it. Oh, oh wow. Color. Look, even the collar has stripes on it. I know. Wow. It's two color, tiny stripes pullover with the I've never made a sweater with a polo collar like that and I think it's so friggin' cute and I really want to make it (laughs) what colors are you gonna make it I was thinking about black and white but do it (laughs) I'm gonna do stripes in tiny black and white stripes I because you had that cute black and white striped shirt on one time and I was like I have to make stripes in that black and white (laughs) yeah I love black I was also looking I was looking at lion brand woolies in different colors and this is like a mustard and a brown, which I also think would be cool. So, or like the mustard and white. <gasps> is that the colors that, because I can't quite tell the colors from the picture. It's kind of like a pink and like a, like a mustardy color. So hers is uh, pink okay. like a brownie yellow. Um, oh, I think yellow and white would be killer. Yep. I can't, I just can't stop thinking about that sweater. So I really want to make it I just uh, not right now but I want to make it and I don't I can't pronounce this person's name who designed it it looks like it's Dutch or something but if you look up stripe overload it's on um 
Ravelry. So the first time I saw it was on Instagram. I was scrolling and these two cute girls who were like friends made sweaters together as like a little mini knit along. And I was like, they look so cute in their sweaters. They have their collars. Yeah. I think you can't see from their oh, hair. There's their hair. Um, I see like the red one. Yeah. So that's, oh what I'm, that's what I won't stop thinking about. <laughs> that's a fair obsession. Karen. Yeah. What are you obsessed I'm with? To find, I'm trying to find the video. I, I've seen these. Have you seen those videos where so, they're like at a garment a garment manufacturer and they're cutting through like 50 layers of fabric oh, yeah. and they're like, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I just can't get enough of those videos. I'm like, at first I'm like, what is that shape and how is she doing it? And the cuts are so perfect. I'm like, me yeah. and my little scissors, no wonder I cannot. I could never be a production, you know, sewist because I can't cut a hundred pieces of fabric at a time. You want to know how to get access to one of those machines? I do want to get access to one of those machines. I saw one in person. Um, this really? Is a this is a far-fetched plan, but I've seen one in person. Um, so you you get in the FITM in Los Angeles and you, you join one of their design programs because they have a laser cutter <laughs> like that. I saw it in action in their, in their classrooms once. I know I'm really late to the whatever viewing party. It's like always a decade or more beyond when I discover something. Oh. I, I can't get enough of Ugly Betty. Oh, oh, I never got all the way through that, but you recommend. Um, it's fun. Some of it is like, does not age well. <laughs> I could definitely tell like, ooh, some of those jokes are just not funny anymore. And I, I realize maybe they're trying to make fun of that industry, but sometimes I feel like their comments actually glorify the industry instead of trying to correct it. But it's still, I like the actress a lot. I saw her in Superstore um, post Ugly Betty. And I, and I remember that was her first really big gig. Yep. Uh, I want to so. talk about like inappropriate TV shows. Um, I've been rewatching <laughs> Reno 911. Like, the I love that show. <laughs> I didn't even know that was a show until I see, oh yeah, they got new seasons. I oh didn't even God. know they had the first no season. They new seasons? It's so good. It's, uh, James has never seen it before and I was watching it on my own and he like sat down. He's like, the show's really funny. And I was like, yeah, I know. I like the actors on that oh, show. Some of the actresses, I'm like, I kind of want to watch that. Oh, I, it's so good. I love that show too. It's so good. <laughs> I've been having a great time rewatching it. I'm in like the third season. Um, I think there's like seven seasons, but it's it's great. I don't think I ever watched it consecutively, but you could always jump in and laugh yeah. your ass. <laughs> yeah, I never did too. I just watched it whenever it was on. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been very fun. That's awesome. Um, wow. Yeah, I think that's it for us today. Yeah. Um, well, um, new classes are out right now. If you're really quick on the draw, you can get 20% off of classes. There's a coupon code in your email. So if you um, catch this on the 10th or 11th of January that coupon code will still work so go sign up for a class right now if you want to if you're listening to it after that you know you missed out but we do it every but month sign up anyway. take the classes. yeah <laughs> um we'll have book club coming out in a week because we this episode is a week late um mm -hmm. and we're reading flying angels is that the name of it yeah by no. Danielle Steele I just started it today <laughs> Anne's laugh. It's okay. It's a quick read. Yeah. I haven't listened read. yet. <laughs> I saw, it was like, oh, it's seven hours long. And I'm like, well, I got seven days until we have to record the book club. So I think I'll be fine. Oh, good point. Um, I should start. I'm to... trying to have a neutral face. 
Hey, great. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, Anne's laughing because she knows my real opinion. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's fine. Um, I just started it today, so I have no opinion yet. But if you want to hear our opinions, you can do that next week. <laughs> um, what else? Anything else? I think that's it. I think that's it. Cool. That's it. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Happy Bye. meeting. Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio with Anne Leckervin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at stringsandthingsstudio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com.